100 plus years ago, a decision was made on the federal level to suppress fire, put those fires out. People back then warned that, hey, you're going to have a lot of fuel building up if you don't allow it to burn off. Now, 100 years later, we've got a lot of fuel built up. Rita, what can we do with all this fuel? Well, we certainly do need to start reducing the fuel and reintroducing fire into the landscape. It is a challenge. It's not as easy as picking up where we were 100 years ago and just putting fire everywhere. So we do have multiple different treatments that we can do. We can have um, fuel reduction with mechanical means. Mechanical means, also known as mastication. Mastication being a fancy word for chewing. How do you do that? So we can do chipping or mastication. Uh, There's equipment that will have a masticator head on it and targets the shrubs and the smaller conifers. Chews them up. Chews it up and chops it into smaller pieces that are then spread across the surface. And then there's chipping, which you do with larger pieces of wood. Yeah, chipping is very similar to mastication. Uh, The effects are very similar, just a bit different equipment. What does it mean for a fire to be prescribed? How do you write a prescription? We have a couple different ways. We have prescribed fire at low complexity with uh, hand piles that we build that that we can go back and burn in the winter months. We also have underburning so that we would have a prescription window in our burn plan uh, to burn it in conditions where fire intensity is low to moderate. The intensity being determined by how much moisture there is in the fuel. Yeah, that's part of it. Uh, one of the the parameters we're looking at in writing our prescription is how much moisture is in the fuel in combination with the, the weather that we're having, the temperature, the humidity in the air. Usually we use underburn to clean up some of the fuel loading, the dead and down fuel on the forest surface, kill some of the shrubs and the ladder fuels, and to restore some health and get fire back in the ecosystem. If you're burning in very wet conditions to minimize the fire behavior in those dead fuels, sometimes you're not going to have quite enough heat to um, kill the, the live fuels. We don't have to meet all of the objectives at once in one burn. You can have more than one treatment or go for one objective or the other. But those are some of the parameters we're looking at. Historically in this area, fires came through more frequently than they do now. You know, roughly an average of around 30 or a little more than 30 years across the landscape with, you know, 8 to 60 years, you'd have fire somewhere on the landscape. The fire return interval. We want to avoid fire in the canopy. That's disastrous. How do you get rid of those ladder fuels? Those ladder fuels are usually trees with small diameter and shrubs. So we, we cut those and stack them. And then some of our mechanical treatments that we talked about, the mastication and chipping or other alternatives. There's other alternatives that we haven't used as frequently, but we're exploring is biomass removal, cut fuels and remove them, take them away from the forest. When you're prescribing fire, it's okay to kill some trees. You realize it's going to happen. Our objective is not... 0% mortality in the trees. The trees are thick in the forest right now, and heterogeneity across the landscape is beneficial for wildlife. If we have areas where we have some trees torching, that's, that's acceptable for us. Open space can be nice too. 
Open space is nice. We have some small openings where some sunny spots um, on the edge of tall trees can be beneficial to the wildlife. How do you model fire behavior? We have some modeling tools to anticipate what kind of fire behavior that we'll have. Some simple fire behavior calculations. We can put in inputs such as the fuel moistures, the temperature in the air, the slope of the where the fuel is burning. You calculate that and that gives you some general idea of what flame lengths and rate of spread you would have. Rita, I want to thank you very much for coming in and talking with us. It's a pleasure, Al. Thanks for having me. I've been speaking with Rita Clipperton. She is a prescribed fire and fuel specialist on the Tahoe. For KVMR, I'm Al Staller.